beginning to look a lot like Christmas everywhere you go. Take a look in the five and ten, glistening once again with candy canes and silver lanes aglow. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Toys in every store. As many of you know, we have three little girls in the house. They are seven, three, and one and a half years old. And lately, the cold early nights and the continued COVID-19 situation have meant that we have spent a lot of time indoors, specifically our doors at home. It's only December 4th as you listen to this, and we've already driven around the neighborhood once looking at Christmas lights. I'm wondering how many more times this will happen just to help us pass some time before Christmas Day arrives. But if you've driven around, you may have noticed that it is beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Time will tell if more people have decorated for Christmas, but I think many have sooner decorated than they typically would. There were a handful of houses with lights up before Thanksgiving in our neighborhood. For many of us, we want nothing more than for Christmas to be normal. We want it to look like Christmas. We want it to feel like Christmas. We want to be able to go ice skating. We want to be able to go Christmas shopping. We want to be able to have family come from out of state. Author Scott Erickson recently wrote a book called Honest Advent. And in his description of it, he talks about how we have come to believe that for Christmas, we need to have the right gifts, the right setting, and the right feelings. In 2020, you might be able to get the right gift thanks to Amazon, but the right setting and the right feelings are going to be more difficult to come by. As we enter this Advent season, I wonder if not being able to get these things is more appropriate. What has become the picture-perfect Christmas that we all aim for and dream of isn't much like that first Christmas some 2,000 years ago. The longing for Christmas is filled with delight and fun activities, which are all fine, but the Advent season is described as an expectant waiting. Expectant waiting certainly can be fun and exciting, but it can also be anxious and difficult. I think of those who had been waiting for the first Christmas for thousands of years. The nation of Israel had been in exile, or at least under foreign rule, for 600 years before the arrival of Jesus. The Hebrew scriptures end with the book Ezra and Nehemiah where they are allowed to return to Jerusalem to rebuild the temple and the city walls. I'm sure for them it felt like their time was finally coming. The promises of God were finally coming true and their Messiah is surely on the way. But as they enter their city, they still live in their sinful ways and as we know continue to remain under the rule of foreign powers. Babylon, Persia, and eventually Rome. Generation after generation wondering when the Messiah would come. Would-be Messiahs tried to bring freedom for their people only to be put to death, many of them by crucifixion. I'm sure for a growing number of Israelites, this long-awaited king probably began to sound like a folktale, something their grandparents believed, but not something they'd ever see. Then, finally, he comes. But it wasn't the picture-perfect Messiah. He wasn't strong. He didn't come riding a horse. He didn't come to slay the Roman oppressors. He came in the womb 
of an unmarried virgin traveling with her fiancé. With no family willing to take them in, the Messiah was born among the animals. The religious leaders weren't present to greet their king. Instead, a group of shepherds came to see what the angels had told them. The savior of the world, the newborn king, didn't come with pomp and circumstance. He came relatively unknown to the rest of the world to lay his head in a trough. This Christmas isn't likely to be the one that you had hoped for. The joys of Christmas will still be there, but the pains and sadness and unmet expectations will be more unavoidable than usual. I encourage you to do something uncomfortable. Don't bury those emotions. Don't hide from them. Embrace them. After all, this is the Christmas story. It's not picture perfect. It's not what you'd want. It's not what you'd plan, but it is far better. God will use this mess of a Christmas the same way he used the messy first Christmas. Starting next week, we'll go through the Christmas story and take a look at the cast of Christmas. What did waiting look like for each of these people and what can we learn from how they responded? But for now, take some time and ask the Spirit to show you what you've been avoiding this Christmas season. What have you been glossing over? Where are the hurts for you this year? And ask him to show up and turn this mess into something beautiful, just like he did with the first Christmas.